Keep fighting the good fight, huh? Yeah. So uh, we've been talking lately about family. You know, God loves your family. Broken families is not the will of God. May plano ang Diyos para sa mga pamilya natin, you know. And uh, so last week, we talked about healing, hurting families. Lahat tayo siguro may mga hurts, mga disappointments, mga, you know, pag family ang usapan, it could be the best experience of your life or the worst. So I want you to watch a short recap of yung pinag-usapan natin last week and before I introduce this topic about fighting for the families. God has a great plan for our family. Israel, the household of Israel, yung buong bansa, God looks at that nation, His people, as if as a big family na mga families. And that's why at SFCC, we call this church. The church is a family of families. Ang nature ng Diyos, ang puso ng Diyos, at ang kanyang specialty is to redeem and restore and rebuild and revive our families. So in the Bible, broken families are referred to as dead families. In the Bible, dead means simply lang, separated. But resurrection, symbolized by reconciling families. So from broken to whole, from scattered to gathered. Well, number one is be careful who you become family with. You gotta be really careful who you join yourself to because family is like a covenant because family is not meant by God to break up. And the second thing is to trust God to reconcile the hurting family. Letter A is God's heart motive to heal and restore. Whatever was stolen from you, kung yung destruction or damage na ginawa ng kaaway sa pamilya mo, God still wants to turn things around. Maybe God still not yet finished with your family. And letter B is that God has the ability to fix any messy situation. Number three, I want you to be reconcilable. Ang tanong, are you reconcilable? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. God is in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And He gave us this mission and this message of reconciliation. And number four, humble yourself. Sabi, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Reconcile in a family, it really requires humility. If a businessman has to invest something valuable para kumita na malaki na mas valuable, hindi ba pwedeng i-give up mo? Sacrifice yung konting pride mo na yan? Who knows? Maybe yung return of investment mo. Maybe hindi may babalik lahat ng years na that you lost. But something big could happen. Something good could come into your life for the next season. Isn't it worth giving up that little pride for something that you could have more? And number five, the last thing here is that the cross of Jesus is our only hope for healing. Sabi niya, I want you to get two pieces of wood. And on one, write Ephraim, and, and that's the northern tribes. And then the other one, you write Judah. Ezekiel, grab these two in your hand and hold them like they're one piece of wood. Now, usually we hold it like this. What if Ezekiel held it like that instead? In his hand. One piece of wood together. What if Ezekiel was pointing or prophesying about a cross kung saan Jesus will do a work of restoration? What if Ezekiel said, through the cross, there will be peace, reconciliation, and wholeness? Now he says, I will gather the people of Israel from among the nations and bring them home to their land from all the places where they were scattered. I will unify them into one nation and one king. King Jesus will rule them all and they will no longer be divided to two. And friends, God can do that in your life. Think about who you would need restoration with. Think about someone in your life that there has been brokenness, there has been hurt through the cross. It's not money, it's not a house and lot, it's not someone having a good job, a secure job. It's that the members of the family will come to the foot of the cross with humility and let Jesus save each one. That each member of the family will make a decision to follow Jesus. Have our sins removed. Have our hurts healed. And trust God to restore what was broken. Your family is not your enemy. The devil is. But we have victory in Jesus' love. And all of us 
whatever kind of family you have, we all need revival in our families. We all need intimacy. Aside from some don't have family at all. Maybe all of your family is dead. Maybe all of your family is not coming back. But you have a Christian family. You have a Christ family. You have a Christian community. God wants you to enjoy family. That's right. You know, God cares about our families. Today, I want to encourage you not to be passive about your family. Kundi maging proactive, maging warrior pa. Alam mo, ang Diyos, sabi sa Biblia na God is a warrior. The Lord is His name. He's a warrior. He's a fighter. Now, huwag mo isipin na, ay, pag-Christians, dapat walang away, away. No, God is a fighter. Because when you love, you fight to protect. You know, that's, what, that's why yung mga lalaki na in love is willing to fight the enemies, you know. A father who loves his family will defend them. And I want to give you a background today. The verse that I want to use is from the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was one of the leaders, a great leader, example of leadership. Siya ay uh, isang cupbearer, okay? So katulong siya, uh, helper ng isang hari. Isa siya, si Nehemiah was one of the exiles. Pinatapon sila sa malayong lugar, sa ibang land. They were held captives like slaves. And he was uh, given actually a, a good position. Under siya ng hari. And guinea siya ng mga pagkain, especially the wine. If the king will drink wine, ipapas mo na kay Nehemiah, he'll taste it. E kung lason yan, at least hindi mamamatay yung hari. Siya muna. So ganun ang trabaho niya. He's the, he's the food taster. Kasi uso nun eh, kung gusto mong ma-assassinate ng hari, you give them poison. So that was the job of Nehemiah. Now Nehemiah, one day, nung nalaman niya na ang kanyang city, si Jerusalem, Jerusalem was broken down. Walang uh, walls. The walls were already destroyed, wasak, and mahirap sila. And so, siyempre, he, he was crying out for his hometown. His homeland was broken down. All of his family and relatives were there. Now, he, his, his face was malungkot. Nung nakita ng hari na consistently malungkot si Nehemiah, which actually bawal yan na magpakita ng simangot sa hari. Pero nung nakita niya, yung, yung king naawa sa kanya, sabi niya, ba't malungkot ka? Sabi niya, king, kung gusto mo talaga malaman, it's because I'm sad about my our place. Our place, mahirap sila. There's no prosperity. It's broken down. And he said, well, how can I help you? Sabi niya, King, gusto kong sana umuwi. Gusto kong sana mag-rebuild. Sabi ng hari, sige, uh, susuportan kita. Even the finances, he supported it. Even yung mga letters of authority, binigay kay Nehemiah. Pinauwi niya si Nehemiah kay, sa Jerusalem so that Nehemiah could rebuild the walls. Ayun, leadership na. Si Nehemiah, he gathered a team of people. He started leading. He started giving the vision. We're going to rebuild the walls. We're going to rebuild Jerusalem. And so they started moving. And this is where we pick up in chapter 4 of Nehemiah. Because meron ding mga nag-oppose. Meron din yung mga gustong sumira. And they don't want the walls to be rebuilt. Especially yung mga neighboring countries. Kasi pag may mga walls na, magiging malakas, magiging fortified, magiging secured na. And they cannot just take advantage. So parang nakikita ng mga iba na, whoops, uh, umaangat na ang Jerusalem. So they started fighting against them. And in Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 16, uh, what happened was, he said half of the men started working. Uh, building, while the other half stood guard with spears and shields and bows and arrows. And the leaders positioned themselves behind the workers, behind those who were building. And the laborers continued to work, but with one hand carrying the loads, yung mga bricks, hindi hollow block nun, yung block nila yun, hindi hollow, solid. So they were carrying these big uh, bricks. And the other hand, hawak nila ang spada, a, a weapon of some sort. So here's the scenario. Sabi ni Nehemiah, we have people who are na mag-attack. You know, there's, there's people who will attack us. So hatiin natin yung shift by shifting. 
And then while you're working, the builders, may mga guards. And the builders, the builders, not only do you carry your building materials, but you need to also carry a weapon. So dalawa, one hand working, the other hand ready to fight, ready to defend. Because why? We have a cause. We have a mission. And we will fight till the death for what we believe is right. Now, in this story, the walls of Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the holy city. All throughout the Bible, Jerusalem is symbolic. Of course, it's a real city. But it's describing ang tunay na people of God. The city of God is the people, the God's people. And that's a holy city, a holy people. And so whenever you see Jerusalem, this was the center of the promised land. Jerusalem, in short, symbolizes a family, the family of God. And there are enemies who want to destroy your family. While you're trying to build a family, the world out there is trying to destroy your family. It's similar. You know, family is so important. Yeah, that's why Jerusalem was symbolic of family. And it's the very first institution God established. Before any nations, before the tribes or any cities, even before church, ang unang ininvento ng Diyos was family. The only thing that came before family was God himself. The first institution was Adam, Eve, the family. And the family is the foundation, kabasihan ng ating bansa. You know, if, if Satan can destroy the family, he will destroy churches and cities. He can weaken the nation. So kung gusto natin talaga na i-transform ang Pilipinas, it's not going to be by some political hero. That's not really what will transform or or revive the Philippines. It's not by, you know, having some kind of, a, like, discover oil and get some new natural resource. These are not the, the hope of the nation. Jesus is the hope of the nation. That our families, the family unit, will come to Jesus. Then, malakasang family, so malakasang church. Malakasang church in an excellent church. Listen, this is our vision. You're a part of this, you know? And congratulations, you're a part of this. An excellent church of influence producing champions in life. We cannot, we cannot have that without a strong family. Without strong families, you don't have strong church. Without strong church, kawawa ang bansa. Kawawa ang city of San Fernando without an excellent church of influence. Because we can change the culture. In fact, we are doing that already. We're turning, gradually turning the culture, influencing the city. Maraming impact. And that continues to go more and more. You'll see by next year even more reach, more impact. And as the city grows stronger, so does the province. And then we see we partner and network with other Christian communities that the nation will be transformed. But among families are under attack. Every side, Hollywood, pinapakita na ganito, you know, uh, and all of the, the temptations and all of the pinapakita na this is the happy life, the good life, these are all actually dangerous to the family. For example, it's a proven fact, now they, they, they researched this, 91% of all the sex scenes in movies and TVs. Okay, sino sa inyo mahilig na manood ng TV, movies? Okay, you're lying right now. I know you don't like. Well, kunyari, you're so, pag at church, yeah, I know. But you, you know, you know, you sit there and you leave the television on all day long. Every night, gabi gabi, watching this, TVs, movies, all that. But I'm telling you, and you know that most of them has 
some kind of lovers, a love story. You know, most of them, they go to the, whether if pinapakita na rated R or whether it's just implied, you know, the, 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 the two lovers, they go to bed. And, but ni listen, 91% of those uh, stories or those scenes where there is sex, those people are not married. They are not married. They are not family. They are just casual. But Hollywood and the media wants you to think, that's it. That's love ever after. That's the champ. That's the win. But you know someone, a relative, a neighbor, a friend, who had adultery, third party, without marriage, and you know it brings hurt, hurt, hurt. It breaks families. Of course, Satan is deceiving, trying to, you know, lie to you that this is the happy life, this is the real love. And yet, you know that families are breaking. Kahit na sa maraming nagsasabi na sa Pilipinas, we value the family. Family is most important. But how come Kaliwat Kanan, there are broken families? Right? And yet everyone swears that family is the most important. Why? Because Satan wants to break down the families. It's a priority of the enemy to destroy families. So dapat maging priority din natin to fight back. So write this down. Families are under attack. It's time to fight back. It's time to fight back. It's easy to make a baby. It's hard and it takes a fight to raise a disciple. Any fool can hold a wedding. But it takes a warrior to hold a family together. And you know, for so many years, yung iba dyan, alam nyo na to, wala akong balat na mag-asawa. You know, I was so happy to be single. I came to San Fernando, 1992. And there are some advantages, guys, of being single. You know, all, all of my allowances for me. You know, all of my allowance just for me. And when I go to the restaurant and I just, you know, I can order some restaurant, it's just only good for one. Tipid. You know? Walang responsibility. I can just go when I want. And then in my apartment, yung mga gamit niya sa apartment ko, sa akin lang. Walang kalat, walang iba-ibang colors, wala iba-ibang, you know, amoy, walang iba-ibang naka... And it's just, it's just so simple. Life was so easy, so simple. So I was happy to just be single. Plano ko talagang I'm going to be single. But then, God... It's not, you know, of course I love Bambi. But you know, that's easy. That's easy. Siguro hindi lang ako ang nahulog ang, nahulog ang loob. Hindi lang ako. Marami nang nakagusto sa kanya. It's not that hard to fall in love. Okay, you know that. It's easy to fall in love. That's the easy part. Man, you can do that six times a day. After every meal. Madali lang yun eh. Falling in love is easy. You're not so amazing because nahulog ang loob mo sa isang maganda, guapo. That's easy. Anybody can do that. Iba yung talagang to stay committed. And ang pinakita ng Lord, ni Lord sa akin, yung big picture about family, kaya I decided that I would get married. That was my choice. That was our choice. One is she was praying. <laughs> That's one. But the other one is praying, not pregnant. Praying. She was praying. She got pregnant after seven years of marriage. We got married. We got. <laughs> That's right. And we got married five. Five years after we met, five years after we met, we were both virgin when we were married. 
We've both never slept with anybody except each other. And so I'm telling you, sinasadyako iyong family. This is not just, I didn't get married because I was in love. I know that's so easy. I've been in love before. That's easy. Sabi nila, we fell in love. Wala kang magawa eh, na fell in love ako. Parang accident, nadapa, I fell in love. Oops. You know, come on. You, can, you, can, you, you, got, to be, you got to be wise than that. Girls, kung feel ka ng emotions, you don't make life decisions based on emotions. Your emotions are good, but you manage them. You don't let them manage you. So, we got married because of this one verse in 1 John. I, I, I look at this in 1 John, 1, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. It says, the Son of God came for this purpose. Why? To destroy the works of the devil. Sabi ko, Lord, I'm fed up. Because all the way, all around, I could see divorce, breakup, third party, orf, you know, Orphan, abandonment, rejection, gaaway. I could see so many families hurting, deep, deep hurts. And then the children grow up hurting, crying out, fatherless, loveless, no affection, no security. Sabi ko, I'm fed up with this. Galit na ako sa gawain ng kaaway, and I want to fight back. So sabi ko, Lord, I'm going to get married and then our marriage will be a weapon in the hand of the Lord to fight back against the works of the devil in our generation, on our families. Remember, tandan mo, it's not a human being that is your enemy. It's not your father, it's not your uncle, your siblings, it's the devil. And it's not a physical battle, spiritual battle. So we don't use physical weapons you don't use economic weapons. You know, y- yung solution, yung, yung master secret weapon for your family is not a new job, a better house, more money. That will not, you can buy a house, but you cannot buy a home, a family. You can move to another place, but your problems go with you to wherever you go. So it's, it takes a different strategy to fight for family. It's not money. It's not, it's, it's, okay, first of all, I'll give you three things. You're going to fight with faith. Everybody say faith. Faith. You're going to fight with faith. Okay, number one, to give you the heading, sorry I missed that, is to resist the enemy of the family. Wasabi called the enemy is the devil. So we are going to resist the devil. We're going to fight him. We're going to fight the devil don't fight with your family fight for your family wag kang makipag-away sa pamilya ipaglaban mo ang pamilya fight for the family and fight letter a fight with faith first timothy 6:12 fight the good fight of faith hold tightly to the eternal life next is fight with grace Okay, everything na binibigay ng Diyos sa atin comes as a gift, not a reward. Everything that God gives is through grace. But through grace, by grace, through faith. So we fight with, with grace. Ibig sabihin, yung, okay, dalawang klaseng grace ang pabusapan natin. One is the saving grace. Diba? Ephesians 2 verse 8, we are saved by grace. So dahil sa biyaya ng Diyos, dahil sa gift, free Walang kapali, walang bayad. Free gift. Meron tayong pagmamahal galang sa Diyos. Meron tayong forgiveness. Meron tayong unconditional acceptance. Now, some of you haven't heard about that yet. What you thought was you have to be good, then God loves you. You have to be religious, then God will give you favors and answer your prayers. No, it's not like that. Kasi ang tawag doon, self-righteous. No one is righteous. But God is a giver, not a taker. He gives unconditional love, favor. He gives you unconditional acceptance and forgiveness of your sins. So that's saving grace. 
But there's another kind of grace, which is yung nagagamit mo pang araw-araw. We call that sustaining grace. Or today, I want you to call it grace in motion. Parang kinetic energy is power in motion. Diba? It's, it's, it's something like a momentum. Na parang, it's like this. Try to catch what I'm saying. As you start moving in the right direction, doing the right thing, making the right choices, okay? God is at your back assisting you. His power kicks in. His power activates on you as you move, as you intentional, intentionally build your family. Then God's grace, that's grace in motion. And then the letter C there is fight with love. Now listen to me. Marami nagsasabi na, oh yeah, I fight for love. I fight for love. Me and you, honey. Me and you against the world. Let's fight for love. Listen to me. Read my lips. Do not fight for love. Fight for family. Now, here's what some people do. They fight with family. Nakikipag-away sa family. Why? Because they're fighting for love. So I don't care what my, my parents say. I'm going to go for this. You know, this, I love her. You know, fight for love. Even though, so you fight with your family because you're fighting for love. Don't fight with your family and fight for love. Fight for your family and fight with love. All right? Now watch this drama. You're going to see a couple who needs to learn how to fight for their family. Go. Honey. Puro due date. Due date ng telephone, due date ng electricity. Ano gagawin ko dyan? Yung huh? credit card natin, lumulobo na yung diba, interest. Di ba yung sweldo ko, binibigay ko ng buong buo sa'yo? Saan mo nilalagay? Wow, wow. Sweldo. Ano yung sweldo mo? Mas maliit pa sa'yo yung sweldo mo. Sabihin mo, gastadora ka kasi. <laughs> kung saan-saan mo minawaldas ang pera natin. Pagkain lang, kulang pa yung sweldo mo. Kung nag-aral ka kasi... Malaki sana yung sweldo na yan. Teka, tingnan mo yung mukha mo. Parang mukhang avon. Mura Abonado lang. Abonado tuloy tayo. Oh, tingnan mo, hindi ka na mukhang asawa ko. Waldas! Huwag na huwag mo ako masasabihan ng waldas. Bumalik ka nga sa nanay mo, asa. Pa. Penging pera pang project. Anong pera? Hingi ka sa nanay mo. Isa ka pa. Anong project? Kung anong-anong project yan. Lord, hindi ito yung will mo para sa aking family. Lord, tulungan mo ako. Turuan mo ako maging malakas. Turuan mo ako magmahal sa pamilya ko. Turuan mo ako maging tatay sa mag-ina ko. Lord, mahal na mahal ko sila. Bigyan mo ako ng kalakasan, Lord. Honey, honey, sorry sa mga asal ko kanina, sa actions ko kanina. I take responsibility, alam ko, mali yun. Uh, pero mahal na mahal kita. I love you, hon. You know, bigas na lang sana. Let's, let's win this fight. We are a team. Tingnan natin kung saan napupunta yung pera natin. Mag-budget tayo. Tara, explain natin sa anak natin. Pero, uh, bagay, honey, sorry, hindi uh, um, kita nirespeto. But, I appreciate that you're providing for this family. I love you. Anak, sorry talaga sa mga asal ko kanina. Pasensya ka na. But we will take responsibility. We will provide for your allowance. Gusto namin mag-excel ka at graduate ka. And, um, anak, Respeto natin ang tatay mo. Opo, Nay. Tay, I forgive you po. Tay, dagdag allowance. You know, you get a fight with love. 1 Corinthians 13, which dapat i-memorize nating lahat yan. 1 Corinthians 13 is the love chapter. It says, love is kind. Love is 
patient. Love does not envy or boast. It does, it's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. Does not rejoice with wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures. Endures all things. Hindi madaling masaktan, kayang tiisin ng mga, you know, forgive. This is called agape. Sa Greek, the word for this kind of love is agape. This is the agape, not your love. This actually is God's love. Kasi if you make this as, well, that's the way I should be, madi-disappoint ka sa sarili mo. You say, well, I don't measure up. Baba ba ako? Parang masyadong kulang ako sa standard. No, this is not about the love that you have sa sarili mo. This is God's love. So you're going to fight not with your own love for your children, not with your love for your spouse. Kasi we all know that's not enough. You're going to fight with the agape ni Abba. Agape ng Diyos. The love of God. And you fight against financial failures with God's love. Knowing that He loves our family, He's not going to let us starve. He's not going to, you know, He's not going to, his, his heart is for us, not against us. So you fight against poverty because you're fighting in faith, trusting God. You're fighting with grace, knowing that his, everything is a gift. You're fighting with love, knowing, trusting His love for you. And then you're going to fight in, in, the, in the families, guys, you got, especially the men, you got to fight against lust. It's a fight. It's a war. And you got to really determine, I am not going to take this passive. I'm going to fight against lust, against adultery. I'm going to fight against uh, unfaithfulness. I'm going to fight against uh, anger. I'm going to fight hard against pride, against separation. No matter what, I'm not leaving. I will die first before I quit my family. You got to determine I'm going to fight. Can you tell somebody I'm going to fight? I'm going to fight. And you're going to fight for unity. I'm going to fight for intimacy. I'm going to fight for no matter what it takes. I'm going to fight for healthy communication. We're going to fight for purity. We're going to fight in our family. We're going to fight for souls to be saved and brought to Jesus. We'll fight to build disciples. We'll fight to reproduce the character of Christ in our family, in our, in our son, like never before. Okay, whatever it takes. Magpa-train ka, read books, magpa-disciple ka. We're going to pray, get connected. Worship God, read His Word, be accountable, have partners, whatever it takes. We're going to fight. We're going to resist the enemy of our families. And number two, we're going to rebuild the walls of the family. The walls. Now, what are walls? Sa panahon ni Jerusalem, you know, there were big walls that protects. The walls are for protection. The walls are for the prosperity. And the walls are for the prestige. But broken down walls, without these walls, they're in danger. They're in poverty. And they are in shame. Kakahiya yung bansa or yung city na broken down yung walls. But guess what? The walls that Nehemiah built, this is amazing. A portion of those walls, thousands of years ago, a portion of those walls... It's still there today. Still there until today. After thousands of years, you can go there. Bambi and I have been there. That's a part of it. You could see they're very tall. Imagine kung gaano kataas yan. Times, imagine yung mga six-footer dyan nagpa-pray. And then they're very tall. This was the actual wall that Nehemiah built in Jerusalem. That's in the old city of Jerusalem. Dito sa may, may hati yan, mga lalaki sa isang side, yung mga babae dito. Bambi went there and prayed for a son. Yeah. That's him. But people go there today. People pray there. My point is, ang tagal na nanatili 
You know, you wouldn't imagine something that was built thousands of years ago still there. And that's, that's what I want to share with you. If you build walls, if you build protections, if you build your family up in God, it will last not only in your lifetime. The legacy, the, 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 the effect, the influence and impact will last for generations. So first thing is to build an ark. Okay, these are all symbolic. But in the Bible, merong tinatawag na ark. Do you know what's the ark in the Bible? Huh? Noah's ark, right? Okay, that was called the ark. It was a boat. In the Bible, there are two things mentioned as ark. What's the other one? Ark of the covenant. So in the Bible, the ark was a boat and a box. A boat and a box. Noah's ark, the boat, speaks about salvation. Kasi, madidestroy yung bong, you know, everybody will be killed in the flood. Except yung mga nakapasok. Walo sila. So Noah brought his family into the ark. In the ark equals salvation. Now that ark represents Christ. Whoever of your family is in Christ, maliligtas. How many of you would like your family to be saved? If there's a flood, would you like to have all of your loved ones inside the ark? Okay, there is a flood, but it's not like a, a literal flood. There's a flood of destruction. There's a flood of, you know, doom. The world is basically born unsaved. And Jesus said, here's a boat. So you got to get that ark in your family. You got no, Actually, it's like this. There's two, the boat and the box. You got to get your family into Christ and then get Christ, like the box, into your family. Okay, do you, I, hope, I hope you can see what I'm saying. Bring your family into Jesus. Bring them to know Jesus, to receive Jesus. But in Christ, ka na, sal- salvation is, is yours. Maliligtas ka if you're in Christ. Pag tinanggap mo si Jesus. And then the box, the Ark of the Covenant, was God's secret weapon. Everywhere they go, sa mga digmaan, sa mga wars, you know, they brought the box, the Ark of the Covenant. And no matter what, kahit mas weaker sila, mas marami yung kalaban, mas maraming uh, weapons, chariots, kung ano mga war uh, equipments na meron sila. And these people are just weak, women, children, wala. But dala-dala nila yung Ark of the Covenant, nananalo sila every time. Supernatural victory. Not physical strength, but because of the Ark of the Covenant, it confused the enemy. And they always win when they have the Ark. Did you ever watch Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Yeah? That that was one of the things they mentioned there. That's why the Nazi Germans were trying to get it. Because the army that holds the Ark is invincible. Si Obed-Edom, isa sa mga servants sa panahon ni King David, he hosted the ark and they brought it into his household for three months. And just a span of three months, Obed-Edom's house started getting blessed. He started prospering. You know, the family was, you know, magaan, relationships, everything was doing really good until David said, let's bring it to Jerusalem. When you have the presence of God, because the ark is, represents the very presence of God. Yeah. When you have the ark in your house, your family will be blessed. Yeah. Broken families can be healed and restored yeah. when presence of Christ is there. Yeah. So, napakahalaga that you build an ark for your family. For your family to be in the ark, you're safe. For the family to be in Christ and have Christ in your home, Yan ang talagang kailangan to build the walls. The next, you need to build an altar, and the altar just represents kung saan naganap yung sacrifice. The sacrifices no na mga hayop, 
naglalagay sila mga hayop doon sa altar and they 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 burn it it was you know inaalay nila sa Dios ang ang hayop but of course you build an altar not a physical one like this pang ihaw yan eh you know that would be nice you know to oh, lamb chops but sa katunayan yung tunay na sacrifice has already been made it was Jesus the lamb of god Sabi ni John the Baptist yan, kordero ng Diyos yan, na nang-aalis ng kasalanan ng sanlibutan. And that was the altar. So you bring the altar into your, you build an altar, meaning to say, you build up the dependence on Jesus as the Savior. Jesus as the hope for financial survival in your family. That the sacrifice of Jesus, that is the hope for us to get along with each other. To forgive each other. Dahil sa sacrifice ni Jesus, ako'y pinatawad ng Diyos. Kaya ngayon, kayang-kaya kong patawarin ang mga kasama sa bahay. Do you understand? When you build an altar, you put Jesus in the center. His sacrifice, His mercy, His grace, and His acceptable pagtanggap-tanggap ng Diyos kay Jesus, that is what we depend on. Tanong, kasi sa, sa Philemon, the book of Philemon, very short book. But Paul, the apostle, was writing a letter to so many churches. Ephesians, the church of Galatians, Corinthians, Thessalonica. And dami niyang sinulat ng letters to different churches. But kay Philemon, he said, this is Paul writing to the church that meets in your house. The church that is in your house. Now, think about that. Is there a church in your house? Men, God has called you to be the pastor of your house. Church. Did you know that you could have a church in your house? If your father or if your husband is not a follower of Jesus, then ikaw na lang magpastor doon. Ikaw na lang magplant ng church sa inyo. You could have a church in your house. Now, what do I mean, church? Where two or three are gathered together sa pangalan ni Jesus, then there's the, the, the church is established. There's a church, there's a family. You can have worship. Sino sa inyo may CD player, may DVD player? You can have worship in your house. You can have preaching. You can open the Word of God and read. Sa amin, we have uh, a, a six-year-old son. So I have a good excuse to read the simple books, you know, with the big letters and lots of pictures. Okay? Which is really more my style anyway. Kino confess ko na. I like the... the I like the, the children's books more than the adult, you know, because it's so big. But we have uh, Bible reading, Bible stories. Zion has his own Bible. We have a piano. We play praise and worship. You can have a church in your house. You can have a cell group. <laughs> and let her see that there, just be an example. You want to build walls? of protection around your house. Build an altar, build an ark, and be an example. Because you can leave a legacy. Katulad ng example or legacy na iniwan. Nagmana ako sa aking lolo. He was a leader, a church leader. And that legacy, although matagal na siyang patay, but he, his, his spirit, his, his values are still in our family. Years and years, generations after he died, the walls that he built still stand in our family until now. The walls that Nehemiah built in Jerusalem, part of that, a portion, is still standing thousands of years later. You can build walls that will last, not just benefit for you, Pati sa mga anak mo. Pati sa mga wala, wala ka anak, but for your future children, for your grandchildren. You can leave a legacy. First Timothy 
4.12 says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example in what you say, the way you live, your faith, love, purity. You can make generational impact when you fight for your family, when you build walls for your family. Sabi ni Joshua, as for me and my house, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I will fight for God in my family. How many of the men here are going to say, I'm going to fight for my family? Amen. That's right. I'm going to fight for my family. And what you can do also is you set boundaries. Walls are boundaries. You set boundaries. Okay? So, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, maybe it, I'm not saying necessarily it's like curfew or what. No. But boundaries. By the wisdom of God, maglagay ka ng boundaries. Say, this is where we will not go. You know, sa, sa akin, sabi ko sa family namin, we are a team. We will not fight each other. We will communicate. These are the boundaries. Another one is you set standards. Standards. Maglagay ka ng standard. Of course, we don't always make it perfect, but we set, dapat may standard. Diba? When you want something excellent, you have to put a standard. We want our CR like this. Naglagay ka ng mataas ng standard. Malinis, mabango. You set standards for your family. You know, we're going to have intimacy. We're going to have communication. We will not walk out on each other. We set boundaries. We set standards. And then another one is you've got to guard. Guard who you are influenced by. Not mahalaga ito. Who, is in, who are you influenced by? Is it just Facebook influencing your family? Is it ABS, CBN? FB? Huh? MTV? Who is influencing your family? It should be the Lord. And who are you influencing? So, see, a family needs to both be influenced by the Lord and influence others. Meron din tayo aspect of outreach. Your family has potential to change the world. You can have an excellent family of influence, influencing, producing champions in life. And number three, if you fight for your family, God will fight for you. Can you say this after me? If I fight for my family, God will fight for me. One more time. If I fight for my family, God will fight for me. Family is important to God. Ang tawag sa Bible, the family is like, he, his, this is the promised land. It's what, it, having a great family was actually not your idea. I know nung, nung small, little girl kapa, you dream of a wedding, you dream of having children, all that. But kasakatunayan, having a family was not your idea. That came from God. It's His priority. His, it's His promised land. He said, I will give you a land filled with milk and honey. I'll give, this family will be yours. So we already know, kalooban ng Diyos, now we have a healthy family. So when you have already know, when you already know the will of God, you can pray with confidence. Because First John chapter five says, if we pray uh, according to His will, we can come to God with no doubts. When we ask for things ayon sa kanyang kaloban, we can know He listens to us every time, and He will give us what we ask for. So begin to identify specific things that you want to happen in your family that you know it's God's will it's God's will that we commit to each other that we speak kindly you know to each other it's God's will that we work as a team that we fight poverty as a team not fight each other but fight for each other so that that we fight for the, the, the faithfulness we fight for these things it's family this is what we will die for no matter what it takes, we will fight. And when you do that, 
when you fight, be willing to fight for your family. Nako, the grace of God will activate. The grace of God will kick in and start assisting you. And your prayers will be answered because you are praying already according to God's will. 100% will of God, Yan. He's for your family. So ask God and just begin to build up that wall, build up the protection, build up uh, a security in your family. Resist the enemy. You know, the enemy is so kulit. There's so much attack in our minds, on our children, our wives. It's so much attack. You got to not sit down. You got to stand up and fight. Now, it's not your strength, but you have to fight. The battle, the Bible says, the battle actually belongs to the Lord. It's His battle, but you got to stand there and fight. How many of you are willing to fight for your family? Tasan kamay. All right, let's pray together. Father, thank you that you are a warrior. At ginawanyo kami, and in in our life, in our family, in our future family, Lord, kung kung pumalpak yung family happenings before, but now is a turning point. Today is a, a, a turning for the future. It's going to be different. We we break that cycle of broken families and and lying and unfaithfulness and hurts. We break that cycle today in the name of Jesus and we start a new trend. It's going to be different in our in our family. In the next generation, we're going to follow the Lord. We're going to do it your way. We're going to resist the enemy no matter what it takes. We will fight back. We will fight for intimacy, for healthy communication. We will fight for worship. We will fight to build a church in our house. Worship, a house of prayer, a house of praise. And I thank you, Lord, for all of the, 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 the victories that we will have because of your grace. That we fight by grace, by faith, with your love. And Lord, that we build the walls that will protect, prosper, and bring prestige to our homes. And we thank you, Lord, for doing a miracle in our lives because of Jesus. Thank you for your fighting that you won. You defeated death. You defeated brokenness at the cross. So we put our faith in Jesus. And we say thank you for bringing the victory into our families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.